It is Friday. Cheskis Liv Tovshin Pei. We are in Teres Menachem Sefer Amamorim Tovshin Yud Gimel. And we are about to begin the last Mimer in this Sefer. Dibra Maschel starts on the words Lahovin Chulu Zayim Tchilas Maasecha. It's on page Reishchof Dalid, page 224. It's a mimer the Rebbe said on Shabbos Pashas Nitzavim Vayelech. The date was Chof Heel, the 25th of Elo Tovshin Yud Gimel. It was the last Shabbos of the year. And uh, the reason why we're learning a mimer for Rosh Hashanah, or in preparation to Rosh Hashanah, uh, in middle of Kislev, it is because we are learning the Rebbe's Mamorim chronologically. We started all the way from the beginning, from Bosi Lagani Tovshin Yud Aleph, the first Maimed the Rebbe said. And we are continuing chronologically. So that's where we're up to in the order of learning. In the Musaf prayer of Rosh Hashanah, we say, this day of Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of your work, of Hashem's work, meaning creation. It's a remembrance for the first day of creation. The Medrish in Psikta or in Psikta that Avkana says that the world was created, the first day of creation was on the 25th of Elul. And Rosh Hashanah is the sixth day of creation. It's the day on which the first man was created. Asks the Rebbe, "V'im kain ech emrim Rosh Hashanah zayim zikaron liyem rishain hainol liyem rishin desheshis imebreishis meachar shayim the Rosh Hashanah ain liyem rishin eliyem shishi desheshis imebreishis." If this is the case, then how do we say that the Rosh Hashanah is a remembrance to the first day, the first day of creation, if Rosh Hashanah is not on the first day of creation but on the sixth day of creation? So, in other words. The question is, how do we say concerning the day of Rosh Hashanah that it is Zikon Liyem Rishin commemorating the first day of creation? Besides the difficulty in understanding the phraseology and the connection between Zehayim this day and it being a commemoration, a remembrance for the first day of creation, what we also don't understand is, what is the meaning of the, f- the first part of the phrase, this day is the beginning of your work, the beginning of creation. Because the day of Rosh Hashanah, in fact, is not the beginning of creation. It doesn't fall on the beginning of creation. Just the opposite is true, in fact. Rosh Hashanah falls on the sixth day of creation, which was the last day of creation. So how do we say that Rosh Hashanah is Tchilas Maasecha, the beginning of your work, the beginning of creation? Now, according to this, that if in fact Rosh Hashanah is there to mark the first day of creation, this gives rise to a more fundamental question: Why indeed was Rosh Hashanah fixed to be observed on the first of Tishrei? It seems it should have been fixed to be observed on the 25th of El, Shehut Chil which is in fact the day 
that creation began, the first day of creation. One of the explanations given for Rosh Hashanah being fixed for the first of Tishrei rather than the 25th of Elul is because the completion of an action, the completion of a task, the wholesomeness of a task is when the task is complete. Until the task is complete, it's not whole. It's a half a job. And in our case, creation was complete on the sixth day of creation when man was created. And that is why Rosh Hashanah was fixed for the sixth day of creation, Aleph Tishrei, the first of Tishrei, because that's when creation was complete. So in that sense, it's Tchilas Masecha, the beginning of your actions of Hashem's work. This then is also the meaning of the phrase that this day of Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of your work. This means to say that the day of Rosh Hashanah is the beginning, is the starting point, is the first point when Hashem's work, Hashem's creation was whole. Says the Rebbe, Achadayin, Ein Zemuvan. This is still not understood. It's not sufficient. Why? Because the first verse in the, in the entire Torah, in Genesis, in Breshis, says, In the beginning, Hashem created the heavens and the earth. Now in Hebrew, if all the Torah wanted to say was, that in the beginning Hashem created the heavens and the earth, as it seems the as the simple meaning of the statement seems to imply. Grammatically, it should have said and to leave out to omit the two ace, the ace Hashemayim and the ace Aretz. Why does the Torah add these two extra words? These apparently extra words. So our sages explain. Ace should be read as with. In the beginning, Hashem created with the heavens, the Esaorets, and with the earth. Meaning to say that along with the creation of the heavens and the earth, there were other things created. And the Rebbe explains, Hainu, Shekol this means to say that all the detailed spiritual and physical creatures that are included in the heavens and the earth, and not only the physical heavens and earth, but also the spiritual dimension of heavens and earth. So all the creatures that are in the domain of heaven, physical and spiritual, and all the creatures that are in the domain of earth, physical and spiritual, were all created with the heavens and the earth. If they were created on day one, then everything else was created on day one. The Mishnah, in the Ethics of Our Fathers, chapter 5, Mishnah 1 says, The world was created with ten utterances. We know that Hashem created the world with speech. Hashem created the world with, with, with speech, with utterances. 
As it says in Bereshis, and God said, let there be light, let there be fish, oceans, trees, etc., etc. So there were utterances with which Hashem created the world. So the Mishnah in Ovis says there were ten utterances. The world was created with ten utterances. Goes on the Mishnah and asks, what does this come to teach us? Why ten utterances? Certainly Hashem could have created the world with one utterance. Why the need for ten? And the Mishnah goes on to answer what it does. But in the deeper sense, this means, it says in, in, in Hasidus and other, in other sources, that this this part of the Mishnah that says, it seems to be a question, and it is a question, that Hashem could have indeed created the world with one utterance, should also be read as a statement. That indeed, the world was, in a certain sense, created with one utterance. What does that mean? It's not only, not only was it a possibility that Hashem could have created the world with one utterance, but indeed it was created with one utterance. This means, All the detailed aspects that were itemized, that are itemized in the ten utterances, were first included in the first utterance. What is the first utterance? The Breshis Nami Maimeru. Breshis is also an utterance. The Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, in Megillah, that there are nine utterances. We find nine times that it says in the story of creation, Vayoymer. Nine times. What is the tenth, the tenth one? The tenth Dibur, the tenth utterance, the tenth Maimer? Says the Gemara that the tenth utterance is Breshis Baru Alekim the first Pasik. The Breshis Nami Maimerhu. Breshis is also an utterance. So the Rebbe says that everything was included in the first utterance, and therefore everything was created by the first utterance. In fact, this is what Rashi says. Rashi says in the Parsha in Breshis, later on, he quotes from the Pasik about the luminaries, that there should be luminaries, says Rashi, it's, it's uh, verse 14 in chapter 1. All the creations of heaven and earth were created on the first day, and each one was fixed in its proper place on the day that was decreed upon it. That is why it is written in the first Pasuk in Breshis, in the first verse, with the heavens, Eis HaShamayim, to include their products, and with the earth, Ve'es HaOret, to include its products, the products of the earth. Similarly, in Posik Chavdalit, verse 24, in the same chapter, Rashi says something very similar. He quotes from the verse, the words, let the earth bring forth, and Rashi comments as follows. This is, as I explained, that everything was created on the first day, and they required only to be brought forth. That's why the Posik says, let the earth bring forth Toitzihah So in other words, Everything was created on the first day of creation. So if that's the case, what did we answer? We said the answer, why was Rosh Hashanah fixed to be observed on the first of Tishrei, although it was what? The sixth day of creation, because the completeness of creation was on the sixth day. Until then, it wasn't complete. And since Shleimus HaMaisa is Bigmar HaMaisa, an action, an activity, an endeavor is only whole when it is at the end, when it's completed. 
That's the first point of creation being whole. So in that sense, it's Tchilas Masecha, the beginning of Shleimus Hamaisa, the wholesomeness, the completeness of creation. Says the Rebbe, if everything was created on day one, as just explained at length, Therefore, the wholesomeness of Hashem's work of creation was also when, on the first day, so we revert back to one of the original questions. How do we say concerning the day of Rosh Hashanah that it's the beginning of your work, of Hashem's work, the beginning of creation? Now I think this needs a little bit of clarification. The first verse in the Torah is indeed, In the beginning Hashem created the heavens and the earth, and as just explained, everything else was created on the first day of creation as well. However, what's the next verse? The English translation is, and the world was utterly empty, or astonishingly empty. In other words, despite the fact that Hashem created the heavens and the earth, and all the hosts of heaven, and all the hosts of earth, all the creatures that dwell in the heavens, and all the creatures that dwell on earth, nevertheless, there was still work to be done. The world wasn't yet functional. Indeed, there were five days of creation that followed. So what does it mean that if everything was created on day one, what, first of all, what does it mean that everything was created on day one? In what sense? Second of all, what does it mean that because of that, we have to say that Shleimus HaMaisa was on day one as well, that all of, the, uh, all of creation was whole on day one. So perhaps we can shed some light on this by quoting another Maimon of the Rebbe, which he said on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, Tov Shem 5741. And it's an edited Maimon. It's actually published. It was published in 5748. The Rebbe says there as follows. I'm quoting it in English, slightly paraphrased. This is what the Rebbe says. Quote, On the first day of creation, the 25th of Elul, the heaven and the earth and all their products and creatures were created, mayayin liyesh, from nothing into something, ex nihilo. This is the important phrase over here. And then the Rebbe goes on to quote the uh, saying of the sages, the teaching of the sages we mentioned before, that the two, word, the two additional S's come to add all the creatures and hosts of heaven and earth being created together with them on day one, ex nihilo. And the Rebbe says, even those creatures that were created on the following days were not created then, ex nihilo, on the following days. All that happened then was that they were revealed, they were brought forth, Yitzira, they were formed, and Asiya, made active, but their actual creation, ex nihilo, was on day one. End quote. This is the end of the, of the um, relevant part of the Rebbe's Maimon. So perhaps what the Rebbe is saying in this Maimon is as follows. When he says that, you, that since everything was created on day one, Therefore, it must be that Shleimus HaMaisa, the completeness and the wholesomeness of that was also on day one, irrespective of the fact that we had another five days of creation that followed. Because on day one was Yesh Ma'ayin. There was no further ex nihilo creation following day one. There was Yitzira, there was Asiya, forming, being made active. But in terms of Yesh Ma'ayin, that was complete on day one. In that sense, that all of creation was created on day one. 
And therefore, the Rebbe says it follows that it was complete, it was created whole. It refers to the Yesh Me'ayin aspect of creation. That was total and complete on day one. So therefore, since in that sense, it was Shleim HaSamaisa already when? On day one of creation, on the 25th of Elul. Creation was complete and whole in the terms of Yesh Me'ayin. Therefore, we revert to the question, how do we say concerning Rosh Hashanah, that Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of Hashem's work? When in fact, the beginning of Hashem's work was on the 25th of Elul, and it was total and complete in Shleimus. So you already had Gemar HaMaisa, the end of the task in terms of Yesh Ayin, on day one of creation on the 25th of Elul. So the Rebbe goes on and brings another explanation. Top of page There's another explanation given. For Rosh Hashanah being set specifically on the day man was created, that it is specifically the day man was created that could be referred to and is referred to as the beginning of your work, the beginning of creation. Because on this day, on the day of Rosh Hashanah, on the sixth day of creation, the in, inner intended purpose of Hashem's creation was, was introduced. What is the inner intended purpose of creation? He was driving at the creation of man. Everything was created for man. So in that sense, In that sense, man is the beginning of creation. Because man is the starting point of Hashem's work. Meaning to say, without man there's no creation. The fact that man was created last, chronologically, is irrelevant from this point of view. From this point of view, man is the driver, is the motivator. That's what caused Hashem to take the initiative to, to create in the first place. So in that sense, man is Tchilas HaMaisa, the beginning, the reason, the cause for all of creation. And therefore, we could refer to the day of Rosh Hashanah, the day man was created, as Zehayim Tchilas Masecha, the day of the beginning of your work, the reason for you beginning creation in the first place, you Hashem. As Tehillim 139 states, the back and the front you created me. Meaning to say, man was created last and first. In other words, there are two aspects to man's creation. There is an aspect in which man's creation is last, and there is an aspect in which man's creation is first. What does that mean? Zogn Chazal, our sages say, the Avshah Adam Achre Lamaisa Bereshis, Shinivre Lebesayf, Mikalmakim Hukadam Lamaisa Bereshis. That although man was indeed created the last on the sixth day, after all other creatures were created, nevertheless, man is still, in a certain sense, the first of all creation, being that man is the inner intended purpose of creation. So he is the driver for all of creation. He's the reason for all of creation. So in that sense, man is first. That is why it is said concerning the day of Rosh Hashanah that it is the beginning of Hashem's work, the beginning of creation. Because in this sense, man is indeed the beginning of creation. The inner intended purpose of creation. The purpose which drives and is the reason and causes all of creation. 
Says the Rebbe, "Vegamza einim muvon." This is also not understood. The hinaim masha ha'adam ochir l'maisa breishis or masha ukadam l'maisa breishis harayze bebezin yadim shenim. When we say man is the last of creation, and at the same time the first of creation, they're not in the same context. In other words, in one context, man is the last. In another context, man is the first. Hainu shehayesi ochar l'maisabreshis who be inyan as man shenivre lebesof vehayesi kadam l'maisabreshis who be inyan amayla shukavonas abriya. When we say man is last of all creation, man was created last. That's an issue related to time. It's in the context of time. Chronologically, man was created last. When we say man is first of all creation, that is in terms of value. That in terms of value, in terms of level, man is the most valuable. Man is the highest of all of creation, and therefore the cause of all of creation. So the two points of Ocher Vakedem are in two separate contexts. And so, Vekivon Shadoshashana Kosherim Inyan Azman. And since Rosh Hashanah is connected to time, Shehu Ascholas Minyan Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah denotes the beginning point, the starting point, when we start counting the new year. So Rosh Hashanah is related to time. It's the beginning of the new year. Therefore, it would have made sense, Rosh Hashanah should have been set to be marked, to be observed, on the 25th of Elul, which is the beginning of creation in terms of time. Chronologically, the first day of creation was on the 25th of Elul. So why was Rosh Hashanah set to be observed specifically on the day man was created? In the context of time, man is in fact the last of all creation. And not the beginning of all creation. Therefore it seems it would be more appropriate for Rosh Hashanah to be fixed for the day creation actually started, which is on the 25th of Elul, and not on the 1st of Rosh Hashanah. This completes Eis Aleph, chapter 1. Please God, in the next year we'll begin chapter 2, and start exploring the fascinating answer that Rebbe gives to these questions.